What's up, everybody? I want to thank you for listening to the Light Brothers podcast. You can catch all of our episodes, and I do mean all of them, on launchpaddm.com, iTunes podcasts, and Spotify. Just search the Light Brothers, L-I-G-H-T. It's Sunday morning, AFC NFC Championship Day. Wow, Nashville, the Titans are in there. No matter what happens today, let's keep this in mind. They made it to the AFC Championship. All right, 9-7, they finished second in the AFC South, but they are in the AFC Championship. We missed a lot. Okay, this is the all sports podcast of the all sports podcast portion of the Light Brothers podcast. Welcome in. Uh, It's been a while. This is going to be relatively short. We just want to preview the games, talk about a little bit. Okay, well, I mean, we've missed a lot. We'll be back on next week. Um, Me and my co-host, Joe Junebug Morton. And um, I mean, we missed out on a lot. Some of you guys out there, you know why. Uh, but um, look, we had the national championship, LSU, go Tigers, go Tigers. Uh, they beat the Clemson Tigers in the Tiger Bowl, the Tiger Championship. Odell was drunk. The Astros were cheating. And most importantly, we missed, I mean, I saw the games. It's not, you know, cutting any corners here. Uh, I watched the Titans beat the Patriots and saw the Ravens go down in flames as well uh, up under the feet of Derrick Henry. <laughs> I think um, uh, the the signature moment of that entire game, really of this postseason and these first two games, is Derrick Henry stiff-arming Earl Thomas and turning him into a blocker. Funniest thing I've ever seen on the football field, no doubt. So today, the AFC-NFC Championship games they are on this afternoon, starting starting with the Titans and Chiefs and then finishing with the 49ers and Packers. So to get right into it, um, what should be, I'm guessing it should be the 49ers who right now, in my opinion, anyway, are the best team left in the playoffs and the second best team are the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what should be according to what we see with our eyes. What could be, you know, it could be a rematch of Green Bay and Kansas City, the first Super Bowl ever. Um, It could be Packers Chiefs. It could be 49ers Titans. We don't know what everybody around here is hoping. No matter who comes out of the NFC, it should be the Titans. We want to see the two-tone blue in Miami in uh, the first weekend of January, that first week. So that would be great. That would be awesome. Um, Do I have faith? Yes, because you don't know what can happen during the NFL playoffs. Now, aside, I mean, most sports, they have their, um, let's just say, in basketball. The NBA, for the most part, the number one or number and or number two teams in both conferences, in the Eastern and Western conferences, they're probably going to make it. And every now and then you have a fourth uh, uh, a fourth in the conference, Detroit Pistons, that make it to the NBA Finals and actually win. But 
in in the, in the NFL, um, and especially in the NHL, or even in um, in Major League Baseball, you have teams that can come from the bottom. Hello, Washington Nationals, and end up on the top. So it's real interesting how that can play out. And one of the things that obviously you have to look at is the history of the wild card. The first team ever to win the Super Bowl uh, being a wild card team were the 1980 Raiders. The first team as a wild card to make it to the Super Bowl was five years earlier, the Dallas Cowboys. They lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers in Super Bowl 10 in 1975. But you've had six teams that have won the Super Bowl in the history of this game. And that was been, or you have the 80 Raiders, the 97 Broncos, they won Super Bowl 31. Those 2000 Ravens, they finished with a pretty good record. And I know that that's painful for Titans fans because that year we lost uh, being one of those teams that were towards the top of the AFC and expected to go forward after losing in 99. Uh, we were around here. The Tennessee Titans were a wildcard team that made it against the Rams and lost to the Rams. The Rams winning their first ever Super Bowl. That was the year of the Music City Miracle, uh, beating the Buffalo Bills. Um <clears throat> the 05 Steelers in Super Bowl 40, they were a wild card team. Who can forget the 07 New York Giants who beat the the undefeated Patriots team that was supposed to win it all in Super Bowl 42. And then finally Super Bowl 45 that was as a, you know, a Steelers guy most painful for me <laughs> those 2010 Packers. Uh and people forget talking about the Packers how many guys were on that injured list, the injury list for the Packers that year, um, even going into the playoffs. But they caught fire. They caught, they caught fire at the right time. And that's what you have to do in the NFL. So uh, the Chiefs, they're looking to win their first Super Bowl in 50 years. They played, of course, in Super Bowl one, like we said earlier, but they also won Super Bowl four back in 1970 when they beat the Vikings. That was the last game between the old AFL and NFL teams. And um, that was the last time <laughs> that they even sniffed the Super Bowl. Um, and speaking of which, again, I'll always remind you, anytime you listen to this podcast during, you know, the NFL season, we get on this. I'm going to pump this into your brains until it becomes ingrained. You have to have at least two of three things to win the Super Bowl. Coach, quarterback, defense. And most of the time, even in the Super Bowl matchup, whoever traditionally has had the best defense, they win it all. Now, you've had eight times in all of these years, I think up to this point, that the number one defense has won it all. One of the few times that that didn't happen was when the Patriots, with their little comeback against the uh, defending Super Bowl champion Seattle Seahawks. So, hey, they should have run the ball. Beast Mode came off the field laughing. I'll never forget that. But that that's one of the few times that that happened. Now, right now, what, what who's left? Who's in here? Again, Green Bay, Kansas City the Tennessee Titans, and the San Francisco 49ers. If you go through team by team, 
The question is, what have you done for me lately? Y'all remember Janet Jackson? What have you done for me lately? I mean, regular season is one thing. You go ask <laughs> Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Big trust. Woo, woo. Ah, didn't happen. It didn't work out for them very well, did it? So um, they were the team. And look, I picked them to win it all. I didn't see them being stopped. That Titans defense has stepped it up. Now, can I be honest? In watching the first game when they played the Patriots, that was different because I didn't really expect anything of their offense. Everyone kept sitting on their hands waiting for the New England Patriots during the regular season to finally catch fire. Never happened. Never happened. And I think that that was twofold. Many people will say, ah, Tom didn't have any help. No, Tom had some help, but then I think it was a little bit of him as well. He's 43 years old. Come on. I mean, that arm is not what it used to be. I have to look at it from both sides. And it was just one of those things where sometimes, you know, there was separation and Tom just couldn't make the throw. But let's just be real. The Tennessee Titans went into New England and took it. And it should have been over well before that. Logan Ryan, he dropped that one interception. That was a pick six. That was that was going. Oh, of course, he made it made up for it at the end. So, you know, go figure. It, it, he had a second chance at it, took care of business. And um, um, hey, here we are. But the more important game was the next week. Again, like I said, we missed out on some things. But hey, I'm not going to delve too deep into it. All I can tell you is that Lamar Jackson threw for over 300, ran for 140. They scored one touchdown. Numbers do lie, period. You can't just look at a box score. You have to actually watch the game. For everyone who watched that game, you tell me. Tell me what you saw. Was there domination or did was there a lot of stat padding? I'm just saying. He, he rolled up a lot of stats. And the one way to beat the Ravens, and I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson isn't a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's not. A, hmm, now I'm going to say it. He's not a passer, passer. Okay, he's not Patty Mahomes. It could throw you out of things. Speaking of which, they were down 24 to nothing. 24, goose egg. Five touchdowns were later, they, you know, <laughs> they outscored the Houston Texans 41 to six and ended up winning what? Uh, 51 to 31. That was ridiculous. Now, if Lamar Jackson had been down that much, would he have come back? I don't think so. Not having to throw the football. That's not their game. Their game is, and I'm not saying that I doubt that he could do it in the future. No, I'm not. Lamar Jackson is right now, this year, is the best quarterback. I mean, he's the best player. He is the MVP, no doubt. He's efficient. The one game, if anyone wants to know what is Lamar Jackson's game right now at his peak right now, it wasn't last week. It is the game they played against the Rams. He barely threw any passes and threw five touchdowns. I think he threw the ball what, about 16, 17 times, maybe a little bit more than that. I didn't look back at the numbers, but he threw five touchdown passes. And he ran the crap out of the ball. And they beat the Rams like a drum. And that was the essential game. That is the game plan 
for the Baltimore Ravens on offense. Defensively, they just couldn't stop Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, that big robot is a monster. You, I mean, what, what else are you going to do with him? What else are you going to do with him? So getting back to it real quick, coach quarterback defense. So when we look at these coaches, you have a first-year coach in Green Bay with Matt LaFleur. You have Kyle Shanahan, who I believe is in his third year with the 49ers. You have the veteran, Andy Reid, who has been in one Super Bowl and has also been in multiple NFC Championship games back during his days with the Eagles and probably should have been. And, of course, they were in the AFC Championship game last year when they pretty much shot themselves in the foot trying to get the gun out of the holster. Can't jump off sides. They should have been in the Super Bowl. I believe they would have won it. That's just me. But then, too, could have been a repeat of a basketball game we watched on Monday Night Football, possibly, when they played the, the Rams the first time. Mike Vrabel, I trust him. I trust him. Is he a Bill Belichick disciple? No. He is a former player for the New England Patriots, and he learned stuff from both sides of the ball. I trust him. Okay, so if I was to rank these coaches, I'd have to go, honestly, I would go Kyle Shanahan one, Andy Reid two, Mike Vrabel three, and Matt LaFleur at the bottom. That's just me. But they have some some of these coaches between Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid. I see a future Hall of Famer in both Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid. Andy Reid needs to win a Super Bowl. Do I trust him in big games? Let's, I guess we can start with the Kansas City Chiefs. There's part of me that does, it's like, I, I trust Andy. Well, I trust Pat Mahomes, but I don't really trust Andy. Now, huh, what happened a couple of years ago? Divisional round, Titans, Chiefs. Chiefs are up, what, 21 to nothing? What happened in that game? In my opinion, Andy Reid got a little bit too cute. Should have run the football. He had the league's leading rusher. Kareem Hunt, all he had to do was hand the football off. He couldn't do that. He tried to do too much. They won, and the Titans came back, won the game. Shoot, Mariota threw, Marcus Mariota threw a, a touchdown pass to himself. <laughs> Who does that? Marcus Mariota. So, I mean, he was down 20, uh, they was up 21 to nothing. The Kansas City Chiefs were up 21-0. Last week, what happened? Kansas City was down 24-0. I mean, look, I'm looking at it both sides here. Either you're up big and you blow it, and then you're down big. Now, let's just be honest. O'Brien, Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans, they blew it. That the, the special teams turnovers, they went for it on fourth down. They should have kept the offense on the field and went for it on fourth down. They tried to what a direct snap that didn't work. It, they they shot themselves in the foot. I'll be honest with you, I at that point after the Chiefs scored those first two touchdowns to cut it to 24-14, I said, yeah, Houston's probably going to lose this game because all of a sudden they can't move the football. And Patty Mahomes, he's he's got his back turned to the field and he's got the crowd pumped. 
And every time they go on the field, they're scoring touchdowns. So, you know, they stopped turning the football over too. So that was key. So, you know, what, what, what are you looking for? But Andy Reid, I think as long as he has Pat Mahomes, who right now is the best quarterback left in the playoffs, I, I, I there's a part of me that says, look, I, I, I want to see this happen for him, but not today. No, not today. They're playing anybody else, maybe, but not today. Mike Vrabel, they're coaching this team. He is coaching his butt off. His staff, all right, so confession. I did not know that Arthur Smith was the son of Fred Smith of FedEx. I'm a 20 going on 21 year employee, 21 year employee of Federal Express. And I had no idea that Arthur Smith was Fred's son. I'm embarrassed, I'm a little embarrassed. I found this out like two weeks ago. It was before the Houston game, before the finale, when Houston sat all of their people and and everything and I'm like, and they were talking about, I had no idea, I did not know. I didn't know that. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I, was, I wasn't killing the guy, but I was talking about the differences between, um, we were talking about not, ten, yeah, Ryan Tannehill when he was in Miami, as well as Marcus Mariota while he's been here in Tennessee, and Jameis Winston while he's been in Tampa Bay. And the, the comparisons were, okay, these guys have had, too many coordinators in such a short amount of time. And you can't just learn that phone book, you know, like that every year and have to relearn everything all the time. I mean, why else do you see the same quarterbacks having the same success on the levels that they have? I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, Tom Brady. They have the same, pretty much the same offenses with, you know, some tweaks and things which consequently is why Mike McCarthy was fired and they, they pretty much they got they grew tired of him in Green Bay and things were the same but here's the thing there's if something works and then you tweak some things and change some things up some guys don't know how to do that apparently but my whole thing is this is that um I did not know Arthur Smith who was was the FedEx man I didn't know he was the son of the Fed, the FedEx creator. And being an employee, I had no idea. God, I'm embarrassed. I know now. I know now. But Mike Vrabel, you know, do, do you trust Mike Vrabel? I do because they're preparing this team. For, for them to have gone into Baltimore, and look, I don't want to hear the Mark Ingram calf injury. Or no, Gus Edwards was is just as good as Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram is really good. But Gus Edwards was just as good. You had Lamar, who actually was the leading rusher for the Baltimore Ravens. Over 1,200 yards rushing. I don't want to hear excuses. They had their people. The Titans went in there, and they took it. They took everything. <laughs> they took it. So I, 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 I'm very, very trust, trusting of Mike Vrabel as the coach. Matt LaFleur, not so much. This is his first year. They went to a yeah, a unbelievable 13 and three. They don't even feel 
like a 13 and 3 team. But the Packers did improve. Defensively, you had the uh the Smith guys on the, the Smith brothers on the ends. Um outside of those guys, I mean uh, on offense, you have Aaron Rodgers and of course you have the one Aaron that they are really depending on. That would be Aaron Jones. They're running the football at the right time. All right. So that is a very important factor. If Matt LaFleur keeps his game plan the way it's been, um, the things that have worked for them in the regular season and it's working right now, they held off the Seattle Seahawks last week. They held them off. That's the reason why I, I honestly put them on the bottom as far as teams to make the Super Bowl of the four. Seattle Seahawks, only thing that they had was Russell Wilson. The defense has been okay. Offensively, if Russ isn't doing it, they don't move the ball. They can't run the football. And look, let's be frank. They beat an Eagles team that had dudes, you know, that was working with me the week before. I mean, they there was nobody on that. I mean, some of them, I don't think they even had names on the back of the jerseys for Carson Wentz in that offense. Not to mention the fact that Carson Wentz went out so early in that game due to a concussion. Yeah, Jadavion Clowney, he speared him. But the thing is, they had a lot of guys missing in that ball game. And there's no real, I mean, and they they barely scored the 17 points that they did. It was Russell Wilson and Hercules, talking about DK Metcalf, the rookie receiver. He had, you know, a big-time 100-yard game, and it took that, you know, um, that big throw there in the fourth quarter to pick up the first down to pretty much seal that win. And that was it. Seahawks barely beat a team, a mash unit. They barely beat a mash unit in Philadelphia. The next week, Green Bay, they had been, they had been sitting, yes, but even Green Bay, who was up, they barely won that game. And that was not a first down. I'm going to leave it at that. That was not a first down. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. So I, I'm right now I'm I'm looking at, and it's hard to really gauge what they will be today, but who do I trust quarterback wise? You have um well as far as the coaching, Kyle Shanahan, he's coaching his butt off. I trust him. I trust him more than I trust Andy Reid. Matter of fact, let me re, let me redo this. I, I trust Kyle Shanahan, number one, Mike Vrabel, number two, Andy Reid, three. Matt LaFleur is at the bottom. Sorry, no disrespect. You know, you're a rookie. You're a little bit of hazing here. Um, Kyle Shanahan, he's been around for a long time, you know, right up under the nose hairs of his father, Mike Shanahan, who was a coach for the Raiders, also was an assistant for the 49ers offensive coordinator. Um, and of some great offenses. And he also won two Super Bowls with the Broncos. I remember seeing Kyle uh, on the sideline as a kid. He's been right there the whole time. And his mind is uh, a really good, a really great offensive mind. And um, it still pains me to this day that I'm not a 49ers fan anymore. I can't just pick them up again. I, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Um, but um, I, I will be rooting for them to beat Green Bay. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, as far as the quarterbacks, 
what what do you see in these quarterbacks? I see two Hall of Famers and two guys that you know will get some claps at the at the mentions of their names when Garoppolo comes back to San Francisco, maybe being a one or two time Super Bowl winner one day, and Tannehill is going to get claps for the run that he's had here in Tennessee, probably being the best quarterback that we've had here since McNair. Is that early to say that? Yes. But look, that's the way that I feel. I trust Tannehill. Tannehill, over the last couple of games, all right, against New England, he only threw for 72 yards. Against Baltimore, only 88 yards. But three touchdowns compared to just one interception, I'll take it. They won the games, okay? And let's just be honest, they controlled both of those games. Yes, through the run. But when you needed a first down, I want to say that they got it. When they needed a score, they got it. They didn't score any touchdowns um, um, with with uh, Derek. Derek Henry didn't score one touchdown. He threw one, and Tannehill threw the other two. So, you know, let's go. Tannehill this year, he, he, was, he wasn't the starter until we were down big in Denver. The team started two and four. They put him in as much as I love Marcus Mariota, I did. I had to have to admit this. I was wrong on Ryan Tannehill, which is part of the conversation that I was having because of the things that um, pretty much kind of held held Tannehill up in Miami. That was a bad franchise down there. They were not, you know, doing things right. They're getting it together. I believe that Brian Flores, if they keep him as the head coach, and he should be the head coach going forward. I'm going to leave that there. But the culture had to change down there, and they need to keep coaches in place. They need to find the right coordinators and all of that, yes. But Tannehill was coming from just a bad situation. You know, they can't keep a coach. They got coaches snorting, or let's say, a white powdery substance. They got coaches snorting a white powdery substance from off of tables. You know, I mean, there was a lot of things to be that had to be fixed. All right. And he came from that and he's had a better, more stable thing here in Tennessee. And let's be real. This team was pretty much a quarterback away from actually being progressive. And then on top of that, I did not trust Arthur Smith. I'm being real. But they're doing the things that are supposed to be done to be able to win football games. We've said, I've heard Titans fans for the last couple of years. And I did not know why and understood why DeMarco Murray, who was the running back here for a while, and Henry as a rookie, you know, he had to split time with him. They gave him the contract that he got. And, but you could clearly see these runs over all these last couple of years that Derrick Henry was, was breaking. And now you're seeing it now on a regular. Now, hindsight is 2020. They needed to run the football first. Run the football. Be that team. Ask Dallas Cowboys fans. When Zeke Elliott was running the football, there was a difference. They won when Zeke ran the football. And then when Dak Prescott had to throw for 400 yards, most of the time they lost those games. That's why they missed the playoffs after being the top team in the NFC East. The Houston Texans sat a good number of their starters, or at least their important guys. You know, there was no D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins. There was no um, there was no Deshaun Watson, for instance. 
But look, that defense, I mean, they gave up 211 yards to Derrick Henry. The next week, Derrick Henry runs for 182 against New England, in New England. He goes to Baltimore, buck 95, and left his handprint in Earl Thomas's back. So I'm just saying that they had they run run first. This is what's working for them now, right? Patrick Mahomes, look, it's almost like, all right, they have no running game. Let's just be real. Deshaun McCoy or Damian Williams, they, they, they don't have any running game. I looked at all the stats for, for Garoppolo, for Aaron Rodgers, as well as Tannehill and Mahomes. All of their stats look pretty much the same. Tannehill has less yards because, I mean, passing, Tennessee finished 21st as a team in passing. But Tannehill could burn you if he wants to. He's shown that. His numbers um, at the end of the season, uh, he only threw for what? He threw for 2,700 yards, but 22 touchdowns and only six interceptions. His worst game was when they went to Carolina. He threw for 300, only one touchdown, two picks. I want to say they won that game. So, you know, it's just one of those deals where, I mean, he had a couple of 300-yard games, games where he's just been efficient, just really, really efficient. So if he needs to do this, and I know not everybody likes passer rating, um, the guy finished with 117 passer rating. He he had a, he had some really big and very highly rated games when it came to throwing the football. He had some really good games throwing the football. Aaron Rodgers he finished 26 and four, and he had plenty of games where he threw for only 100 yards. Um, and then of course Patty Mahomes, Mahomes he finished over four grand throwing the football. He was 26 and five. So it's not a in Garoppolo, he just under 4,000 yards for the season, 27 touchdowns. He threw 13 picks. He will turn the football over. That is the San Francisco's 40, San Francisco 49ers only Achilles heel. Now, Jimmy will throw you into a game, but he may give you the game. He won't throw you out of it necessarily, but he will turn the football over. But that defense for the 49ers. That defense for San Francisco, you have all pros and pro bowlers. You you have Nick Bosa and you also have, of course, um, Richard Sherman, DeForest Buckner. Those guys, they're playing their best ball. That defense, you trust them the most, right? Kansas City's defense, you trust the least. The Titans defense, they're playing great as as a unit. So, you know, Kevin Byard and these guys, um, Jarrell Casey, I, I, I trust what they're doing right now. So if you're looking at coach, quarterback, defense, right now the 49ers are the top team. I like the coaching of Kyle Shanahan. If you haven't been paying attention, this guy was winning some games with backup quarterbacks, second and third stringers. And now he has Jimmy Garoppolo, who has proven to be a pretty good quarterback. In the bigger games, he's performing, period. And like I said, that defense, outside of the Patriots, they're there at the top. Aaron Rodgers has been there before. Matt LaFleur has not. I don't trust that team as much. For me, 
they're at the bottom. Although I like Green Bay's defense, they play well enough to win, but they're susceptible. Kansas City's defense, Tyran Matthew, he's, I mean, do I like Kansas City's defense? Yeah, I do, but only against the pass. <laughs> they are not very good at stopping the run. And um, um, I don't think that uh, they want to see Derrick Henry today. And just as a note, the, the Titans are 13-0 and 0 when he runs for 100 yards or more, by the way. 13-0. and 0. And you know what? Speaking of Derrick Henry and running, um, I don't know what Frank Clark is thinking, and this is just part of his quote, the defensive end for the Kansas City Chiefs. He says that he's not hard to hit. He's just a big guy. I don't see no difficulty in tackling him. All right, so he knows that the internet is undefeated, right? Uh, one billion, trillion, trillion, kajillion, and O is the internet. So if we're, I'm going to wait to see um, Derrick Henry bless Frank Clark on a run. I'm going to look to see him, see Frank Clark get, get his blessing. And when he gets that blessing, that will never go away. They better win this game, but even more importantly, if Derrick Henry gets off and um, and he gets blessed and, and Frank Clark gets blessed, that people are never going to forget that. Never going to forget that. So, hey, let's go. <laughs> That's the way I'm looking at it. In the postseason, uh, so far, you know, it, if you're going to look at the defensive side of the football, um, some teams have only played one game. That would be Kansas City and San Francisco. Uh, Green Bay, I think, has only played one game. Tennessee, so far, has already played two. So they're warm. They're warm. Um, the car's been running for for two weeks already. And it, during the wintertime, you know, they got the air on, the heat's on, the windows are defrosted. They're ready to go. So we'll see what happens with the rest of these teams. Um, but, look, this is just one of those deals where you have to watch for these three things. Those three things, which quarterback is playing at their best right now? Now, Garoppolo, he had an all right game against the um, Minnesota Vikings. And that defense, like I said, the 49ers defense, they held the Minnesota offense to 147 total yards. What was the thing that they had to do? Shut down Dalvin Cook and make you like that throw the football on a consistent basis. That's what had to happen. And it didn't work out well for Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook got shut down. So what do you think is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones? We're going to have to see Aaron Rodgers actually get leaned on. Yes, the teams who are supposed to win, all the pressure is on them. There's no pressure on the Tennessee Titans. There's no pressure on them. Yes, fans are going nuts around here in Nashville, and they should because they beat two teams that were supposed to be better than they were. Baltimore, on paper, is better than the Titans. But when you get on the grass, 
That's what matters. There's been plenty of teams. I just got through telling you earlier in this podcast. There are teams that were better than them during the regular season, better than them in the postseason, and they won. They won. Six teams that were wild card winners and others that have already been there before. Um, and the Titans, it's not like they don't have playoff experience on this roster. Their coach has rings. So he knows what it takes to win. Now, the only one, there's a couple for the 49ers that know that. Kyle Shanahan's been on the sidelines with his father as a Super Bowl champion. Garoppolo was on the sidelines as a Super Bowl champion to back up to Tom Brady a couple of times. Richard Sherman is a Super Bowl champion and an all-pro cornerback. So there, there are others that are out there. The Kansas City Chiefs are trying to get there. And Ryan Tannehill, boy, if he gets back to Miami, having left the, you know, being traded away to the Dolphins. And by the way, the Dolphins are paying him like, what, 17, 18 million? And I think uh, the Titans are paying him, what, about two, three million? I'm totally guessing. But if Ryan Tannehill comes out of that tunnel as the Super Bowl representative quarterback for the Tennessee Titans in Miami, wow. That, that's, that's something that I would want to see. So, hey, um, that's it. Just wanted to give you a little something to think about, something to chew on. Right now, my predictions, um, I, I am predicting that the 49ers, they'll beat Green Bay today. Ah, score? Hmm. I'll go with, let, let's, let's go with 24-17. 24-17 in uh, Levi Stadium. The 49ers go back to the Super Bowl. And look, I'm going to go on to call it. I got the Titans in the upset. I have the Titans in the upset. I'm going to go 17-14 Tennessee Titans. 17-14 Titans. Derrick Henry is going to rush for at least 150 150 yards today. And he's going to score our he's going to score our touchdowns. I got that. I got that. Nashville, take everything. Let's go. Let's go.